Weird Woman is intended for adult audiences and discusses mental health, history, and other tough topics. Take care when listening. I've been alone before. I'm usually alone. And I've always said there's a big difference between alone and lonely. I feel comfortable alone. I feel safe. I feel like myself. But now, they haven't come back. It's been a full day and nothing. I'm alone and it feels terrible. <laughs> I feel naked. Like my skin has come off. I liked having them with me. In me. They made me feel less lonely. Because as much as I said alone wasn't lonely and denied that living alone and moving out here alone and protecting myself alone wasn't lonely, it wasn't true. I know that now. I knew it then. So now what? Once you've connected with women across time and found a sisterhood, everything else feels empty. And this house out here, away from everything, this refuge, this asylum, where I've disappeared, it felt so cozy or I thought it felt cozy. I, I made myself believe it felt cozy. Now it's just a place. A stop in the road. A stop in the road to, to where? I, I don't know. Major feels it, too. He's been pacing and meowing until the windows are wide open. Staring so hard at the wild. I'm so mad I brought him. It wasn't fair because if something happens to me, I have, I have to make sure. Oh, gosh. I'm, I'm trying not to panic. I'm trying not to cry. I'm doing all the, the deep breathing and the other bullshit they preach to women so we won't explode and 
anger or suppressed feeling. I'm pacing a lot. I can't concentrate on anything. But I have been thinking in this time of silence, thinking more about the how of all this. Maybe with the how I can figure out, I don't know how to get them back, how to get them back. Anyway, I've been thinking, yeah, I've been thinking about sound and specifically I've been thinking about the Voyager satellites. <laughs> there were <laughs> there were two machines launched in 1977, the, the year I was born, flying past the planets of our solar system and now out in the blackness of space. And they don't predict they're going to fly past anything new, any new solar systems for 40,000 years. And in the satellites, they put the golden records, two big records that have sounds and images that I guess will show who we are to any aliens who find it, <laughs> start some communication. Though we'll be long dead as a species by then. I always felt this deep, deep sadness thinking about that. These machines sent out to die, transmitting messages from beings that don't exist, that won't exist. The sounds on the record always made me a little sad, too. I read that they put all sorts of nature sounds, like waves and wind and, and animal sounds, too, like birds and whales. And they put greetings in 55 languages and Morse code. And they put human sounds, too, like laughing. And music, of course. All sorts of classical music and traditional music from different cultures. Plus Chuck Berry. <laughs> there was apparently a fight over including Chuck Berry. <laughs> the idea was it was too adolescent, I think. I wonder what they'd think about punk. <laughs> so yeah, there's... There's images too, but I imagine the sounds are the, the real kicker. And those sounds are collected and then sent out into the void. Sound. Sound travels time. It's a way to connect. It's a gateway or a doorway. When the women came, I always heard sound along with their voices. I always heard like a, a slight strain of music and different echoes and sound effects on their voices. <laughs> I didn't think too much about it at the time. I was just so confused and surprised and excited about these women speaking. I wonder if somehow sound is what is connecting us. Who knew where and how it started, but it's there. Any aliens who find the Voyager satellites will maybe feel like I do. 
confused and alarmed at the sounds they hear on the golden records and excited and intrigued. And they'll understand some of it in their way and they'll be at a loss for much of it. But they'll be connected to us through the passage of sound. We'll be long gone, the true end of us. And maybe they'll be facing their own end. I don't know, this doesn't make a lot of sense, but my brain is racing, trying to fill these lonely gaps. <laughs> I mean, what what else am I going to do? What, what I'm going to do is think about how all of us odd, different, disappeared women came together into a sort of dimensional community center or support group. <laughs> it's a great tagline. <laughs> and thinking about that is better than thinking about what's going on out there. There's still the birds and the owls and the bats and the foxes and deer and bears and bobcats and other animals that I hear during the day and night, and they make me feel better. It's lonely in here, inside this house, but it's still better than the outside world beyond. Because the slate of new laws this last month reads like fucking science fiction, like the backstory to dystopian novels. Just the last few days since I started this, the last seven nights, it's just, they, they're moving so fast. They've moved past abortion and contraception now. They're looking at quotas and marriage laws. And those of us outside, the unmarried ones, the ones who've chosen to be child-free, the queer ones, we're the trouble. We've always been the trouble. Always will be the trouble. We're already un-American. We're already broken and unnatural and too old and too weird. Some corners of the web are shouting rumors about fucking witches. Some are preaching the lessons of the Taliban and fundamentalists. Can't be far off to have villagers with pitchforks hunting us down. <laughs> This is why I ran, but I don't think I ran far enough. <laughs> I want them back. I want to talk to them about this. They all lived, they all lived through danger and fear and being disappeared. I, I mean, I guess they didn't live ultimately. They lived for a while, but then time moves on and they died. I'll die. None of this will matter. I'll just be another nameless one. What's the point of connecting or commiserating or complaining? What's the point of all this? I say that, but I still want them here. I still want them here. I need them. I need them. I do. I... Oh my God, the air, it's, it's filling again. Oh God, are they back? Are you back? Please, please come back, please. Please. Please be here. 
Please be with me. Oh, you're new. Or no, I guess not new, you're... I'm so glad you're here. Woman is an audio drama from Broads and Books Productions. The show is written, performed, and produced by Amy Lee Lillard. Music comes from the Ghosts albums by Nine Inch Nails, courtesy of a Creative Commons license. Find full episode notes, transcripts, and show details at weirdwomanpodcast.com. If you like what you hear, tell a weird friend. Thanks for listening. Fuzzy Memories Podcast, we celebrate the good, the rad, and the fugly of the 80s and 90s. We're three latchkey kids who made it out alive. And in each episode, we break down all the culture that popped one year at a time. Whether it's the birth of legends. I'm Lyme disease free today, and I have Whitney Houston and MTV to thank. (laughs) For audacious moves. Imagine also the the poor Golden Gate Bridge. You turn 75 and people have a party on you. I don't want that. <laughs> or even confusing PSAs. In the stop, drop, and roll. I mean, we would, I assume yes. as an adult, I would catch on fire weekly. All the time! <laughs> We've got a take that will make you laugh. We've also got thoughts on all sorts of random phenomena and the most unmitigated of golf. Why sharks can't be trusted, people can't be trusted, and rivers can't be trusted. <laughs> it's collusion. It's of the highest degree. Uh-huh. You were counseling me to start my remarks with, first of all, bitch. <laughs> that would, everyone in that room would have snapped to attention. It's going to be basically coffee lids, shark revenge, and then maybe like Matt gets. <laughs> we need to do something about him. Join us every other Wednesday to celebrate the hits, the misses, and the misfits of the weirdest decades. If I could tell my 14-year-old self from 1990 that I would be eating in a cheesecake factory in, in Beverly, Beverly Hills, I'd be like, we did it. We, we did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> Listen and subscribe to Fuzzy Memories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favorite podcast platform. <laughs> <laughs>